We're going to begin discussing today the halachas of Yichud that apply in the workplace. Let's first come to understand together what the Isra of Yichud is. The Mishnah Kedushan, Tafpeyam Abbez, says as follows. A man should not be alone together with two women. That means certainly a man should not be alone together with one woman. He should not even be alone together with two nashim. That's the Isra of Yichud. The Mishnah says that Isha Achas One woman could be together with two men. So we have that one man and one woman alone together is the Isra of Yichud. We're afraid they might come to an Aver together. One man with two women is also an issue of Yichud. We're afraid they'll, they'll come to do an Avera, and the two women will not be embarrassed of each other. They would both do it, and therefore one man with two women is us. However, two men together with one, two, uh, uh, two men together with one woman, that's okay, that's not the Isra of Yichud. All these dinams, is there Isa, is there Abon, where does it come from? So the Gemara says that Rem is the Yichud in the Torah A Rem is a hint to the concept of Yichud in the Torah, where do we find it? Because the Pasuk says, Your brother has the same mother of you, Yisischa will take you into a private place. The only, if he's Ben, if he's from the same mother, and now he's from the same father. The Pasuk is coming to allude to us, to hint to us, the concept of Ben Yisiach and Imoy. A mother and son, they can be alone together. They can be together without afraid to come to Navir, mother and son. For any other woman who is an erva in the Torah, a man cannot be alone together with her. We're afraid they might come to Naver. Now the Gemara uses the word remez It's not clear if it's, it's a deraisa or it's, it's a drabon and it's just a remez, it's a reference to it in the Torah. For the Gemara of Azar, the Chlamet Vav, it would seem that the main Isra of Yichud with an erva is a deraisa. Because it says that, with a, it seems to say over there, that with an erva, this is the rice with the Ishazish, a man alone together with a woman who's married to someone else, with a different married woman. The Bezdin of David Amalek, they made zero, that should be also for a man to have Yichud, to be alone together with the Pnuya, with a single girl. And then there was a later zero, the times of Hill and Shammai, they made zero not to be alone together with the Kusis, with the Gaish woman. So, a man together with a woman who's an error to him, that's the Issa Rice. A single girl who technically can marry, that's only a zero there on from the times of Dov Melch. Now let's point out that in the old days, the former years, the times of Dov Melch and the times of Chazal, a single girl who became a needle once a month, which she got a monthly period, after, she, after the, the, the Riyas Dam was over, she would go to the mikvah, she would become tar. So therefore most single girls who are walking around were not a needle, and they were eligible for somebody to go ahead and marry them right away at that point. However, nowadays, single girls do not go to the mikvah, and therefore any girl from approximately the age of Bas Mitzvah and up is assumed to be a nida because she once became a nida and she never became tar from being a nida. It never changed. So therefore, any girl from above the age of 12 and up, approximately 12 and up, its assumption is that there's yichud deraisa because she is an erva because she's a nida, and a man together with a woman who's a nida is a deraisa. So most cases of yichud that come up will be shiles of deraisa. When will be drabanan if a man is alone together with a young girl below the age of 12, or a man alone together with a girlish woman? Another thing that's important to point out is that we said that the Isser of Yichud, a man and a woman alone together, is Isser Deraisa. The Achorinim said, the Chavaz Yor says, and the Chachos Adam writes like this also in the Binas Adam, that there's only one man and one woman is Isser Deraisa. However, even though we said that one man and two women there is Isser Yichud, but that's only Deraisa. 
That's only the Yisad Rabbah. So now we have one man and one woman is Yichad Raisa. One man and two women is Yichad Rabbah. And one man with one Gaish woman is also Rabbah. Why is it important to know when the Yisad is Raisa, when the Yisad is Rabbah? Well, obviously we have rules in Halacha that when someone has a Suffolk Raisa, we're not sure there's a Suffolk on a Shiloh of Raisa, we go to Chumrah. But Suffolk Rabbah goes to Kula. So, right away it's going to play a role in various shadows that are going to come up. Is this a case of Yichud Araisa, or is this an example, a scenario of Yichud Rabban? We're going to see how it plays out. Now, the Gemara has various aterim, various cases, that do not have the Isra of Yichud. And that's going to be important for us to work out all the cases that are going to come up as we deal with Yichud in the workplace and beyond. When do we have these aterim, and when don't we have these aterim? The Gemara says, said, If the woman's husband is in town, you don't have to worry about Yichud. That means a man's alone together with a different woman who's married to someone else. As long as that woman's husband is in town, we're not so worried. Because since the husband's in town, this man and woman are not going to do anything wrong together because they're always afraid. They're always afraid of her husband. Maybe her husband will show up. So there's a hatter of Bailabi, her husband is in town. Although Rashi seems to explain the Gemara that when Bailabir is not a hetter to do Yichud, it just means that somebody who was over, who transgressed on the Issa Yichud, when the husband was in town, so we're not going to give him malchus, but still an Issa. However, Tosfa says that's a het. The Bible of if her husband's in town, there's absolutely no Issa Yichud, and that's how the Shulchanar of Paschus it, and have an Ezra Simachal Beis. Then the Gemara says, Omer of Yeser, of Yeser said, Pesach Pesuch Shisarabim, you have a door open to Shisarabim, not worry about Yichud. This one's an easy one to understand. If the door is wide open to Shisarabim, so we're not afraid they're going to do an Avera together in this house, it's not really Yichud, because the door is open to the street, there's passers-by in the street, anybody can happen to stop by and walk in, and therefore the Isra Yichud does not apply. And everyone agrees that by Pesach Masuch Shisarabim, if you have a door open, then in such a case, the Isra Yichud does not apply at all. Now, let's focus a little more right now on the set of Pesach Masuch Shisarabim, and see what the practical examples of it are. Sometimes you have in an office, so there's a meeting. The boss wants to meet with one of his employees. And let's say he wants to meet with a, a female employee. And they're going to be alone together in a room. And there's, if you go into the hallway, there's other offices there. There's many people working there. We could say it's a public place. There's so many different offices, people working. That's basically a public place out there. So now, when they have this meeting, the boss and this female employee, typically they're going to close the door. So now, do we say that it's Pesach Masur Shisarabim? Because even though the door is not open, but since it's not locked, Technically, anyone could barge in on their meeting at any time. So that's good enough. That's considered That's good enough. That's considered to be open. Or do we say no? Pesuch means like the simple reading of the Gemara. Pesuch means that it's open. And so long as the door is not open, even if it's not locked, closed but not locked, that's not considered open. That's considered closed. And you do have the Isra of Yichud. So what's not locked? You have a closed door if not locked. Is that considered open or not? Similarly, you can have a man and woman that are alone together in the office. And it's the end of the day, everyone else left, and they're the only ones there in this office. However, if you go out to the hallway, there's many other offices from other companies, and there's people coming and going from the other, from the other companies that are leaving, coming and going, leaving, or still at work, passing through the hallway. So, let's say we unlock the door to our office. So, it's not locked anymore, but it's still closed. So, is that considered Pesach Pesul, which is Rabbin, that was the of the open door? Or not, we no longer have a head. So, this is really a big mock like this. If the door is closed but not locked, is that considered open or is that considered closed? There's a lotion of the Rajvah, the Chivas Rajvah, 
The Rajba has a tshuva where he discusses Yichu a little bit, and that tshuva, it's in the Shailas Tshuva, the Rajba, Chelek Aleph, Simon Elif Reish Nun Ches, 1258, the Rajba, many tshuvas, that's the, the Simon number in the first Chelek of Tshuva's Rajba. The Rajba wrote many more. And the, the Loshna of the Rajba, the implication would be that as long as the door is not locked, that's considered open. Since technically anyone can barge in, and there is a door to a public place where there's passers-by, people coming and going, that's good enough, and we have the heter of Pesach Pesuach, which is And now, there's no longer a concern of the Isra of Yichud inside this house, or in this case of the office, inside the office. Rabbi Yehuda and Sefer also writes like that. that. As long as the door is not locked, you do have the heter of Pesach Pesuch, which is There's also a tshuva, Shal's tshuva, Zeradvaz, Echelik Aleph, Sefer of Aleph, that the Radvaz discusses back and forth various cases of Yichud and Pesach Pesuch, which is Rabbim. At the end of the tshuva, he also ends off, and he writes, that as long as he brings the of the Rajba, as long as the door is not locked, you do have the heter of Pesach Pesuach, Lushas Arab. So that would be the implication of the Rishonim, that as long as the door is not locked, you have the heter of Pesach Pesuach, Lushas Rabbim, and no Yisrael However, there are others that differ with this. In Shailas Chuvah's Kveger, Adir Kaman, the first chilek of Shailas Chuvah's Kveger, Simon Kuf and Simon Kuf Alv, there's a back and forth in Chuvah's between the Bismeyer and Kveger. Simon Kuf is actually the Bismeyer, Writing to Kveger, it's printed in of Kveger, so we can understand correctly Simon Kofalov, the Kveger's response to him. And the Bismeyer and Kveger have machleks and their disputes in Allah of various different things that come up in those Chuvas, back and forth. But one thing they're in agreement about, the Bismeyer writes that to have the head of Pesach Pesuch, which is Rabbim, it's Posh has to be Pesuch, like the Gemara says, has to be open. And closed, but not locked, is not considered open, and is now this head. Now the Lashon of the Rajma is not like that, and the Rajma is a Rishon. Bismeyer is Achran for approximately 200 years ago, he would never argue on the Rajma. But the Bismeyer says that he feels that Taz the Sofer, that so to speak, a typo in the Lashon of the Rajma. He says, if you read the Rajma carefully, it doesn't read. If you change a few words, with Magia a few words, it would read much better. And he says that you have to Magia, change a few words in the reading of the Rajma, and the Lashon of the Rajma, and the Nusach of the Rajma. And then the way it's going to read then correctly, it'll come out, the Heta of Pesach Masuach, which is Rabbim, is only if the door is actually open. However, if the door is closed, but it's not locked, you do not have the Pesach Pesuch Shisrab. Rukvega writes back to the base mayor in the next Chuva, in Simon Kofalf, and he writes that even though he argues with the base mayor on various other points that they discuss back and forth in those Chuvas, but this point is very much in agreement with the base mayor, that the hetter of Pesach Pesuch Shisrab is only the door is actually open. And he agrees with the base mayor, they have to change the girsa on the Rajma. And the Ara, the Rachmanim, will go the other way. The Ara, the will go with the simple girsa of the Chuvah Sarajba and the Radvaz, where Benyani writes, say, for Europe, they say that as long as it's not locked, that's good enough, and it's considered open. The Shailas Chuvah's Benyatsin, Chelek Alves, and Kufla Maches, he writes like that, they see the Lashon Arajba, that as long as the door is not locked, it's considered Pesach, Pesuch, Shisrabim, and it's considered as if the door is open. Now this is very Negeal Ochlamaisa, we have a massive Ochlaikis over here, on something that could very often come up. It's very often impractical, or unsafe, or not acceptable to leave the door open. There's a private meeting going on between the boss and a female employee, the male boss and the female employee, and they can't leave the door open. It's something which cannot be heard by the other employees in the company. Or it's a question of leaving the door to the office open when there's one man and one woman left at the end of the day, and there's people passing by in the hallway who work for other companies that share the same office building, and we can't let them hear what's going on. There'll be an infringement of privacy, whether of the employees or the customers, whoever they're dealing with on the phone. So we can't leave the door open. But we can leave the door unlocked, so what do we do Allah Lamais in such a case? So this is a very big machlokes amongst the more contemporary place of Allah Lamais. The same with Dvar Allah, 
which is written there in Yisrael more than 50 years ago, which brings a lot of important stuff from the Chaznish. In Simagimos of Kalvov, he brings from the Chaznish, and the Chaznish was Mekel. Chaznish was lenient in this case. Chaznish says, as long as the door is not locked, Lamaisa they're scared. And therefore, they say Yichud does not apply, even if the door is not open. Karanid Igrasa is a collection of Chuvas from the Stipler. The Stipler was a brother in law to the Chaznish. And over there, Chilak Beis, Simakufchov Beis, the Stipler writes that um, even though it's not my style to get involved in Halacha Shilas, I'm not really a place that is involved in active Halacha. Here we have my brother-in-law, the Chaznish, and the Chaznish Paskind, as long as the door is not locked, you have that in the Pesach of Silva Shisrael. So the Bismedish and the Chaznish, the Chaznish, the Stipe, whatever that Bismedish, they will definitely be Mekel, as long as the door is not locked, you don't have the Isayuch. On the other hand, there are those who are a Machmer. In Emes Liyankov, on Shochanarach, that's the Psalkim of Rabbi Yankov Kamenetzke on Shochanarach, and they have another Simachov base, in the Orach Ches in the bottom, they bring that someone asked Rabbi Yankov Kamenetzke, what's the Loch Lamais in this case? And Rabbi Yaakov writes that he'd really think that the Machlech Sarkharenim, or really going back to the Rishonim, really should depend on what the normal, what the social norms are. He writes that he thinks that someplace in Europe, the norm was that if you want to, to go to someone's house, maybe you knocked on the door first, but then you open the house on your own. The assumption was that if the door is not locked, that means the house was available for you to walk into. So then, as long as the door is not locked, so then you would not have the Isravichon, because Pesach was so extravagant. The door is effectively open, although it's not physically open, but somebody would just walk in. Maybe they would knock, but they would knock and walk in. They would not wait for you to answer. However, in other places in Europe, the norm was, like we find today in America, that you can't just barge into someone's house. You knock on the door and you wait for them to answer. And until they answer, you don't walk in. And therefore, it would seem that the Pesach Pesach would not apply unless the door is actually open. Now, this goes back to, let's go back to the case we discussed in the office. When the boss and his female employee are having a meeting in the boss's office, in some office settings, it would be as such that if you want to talk to the boss, something important came up, you would knock on the door and wait for the boss to say, Come in. You weren't just barging on your own, he's having a private meeting. However, in other office settings, it would be as such that you would knock, they wait a second, and then walk in. So, in such a case, Rabbi Akadetsky would say, to everyone be in agreement that you have the head of Pesach for Sushi's Rabbi. Because it would be typical for someone to maybe knock for a second and then walk in. So, somebody might barge in at any time, that's considered like the door is open. Lamaisa, Rabbi Kamenetsky then goes on and says, Although he had this theory to define what the Machlech is dependent on, they're really dependent on different places in Europe, but Lamaisa, he doesn't seem to rely on that straight out. And he says it's going to depend if it's Yichad Raisa or Yichad Rabbana. Yichad Raisa, we have to go to Chumrah, since Paiskama Machmer. So therefore, if you have one man with one Jewish woman alone, it's Yichad Raisa. And therefore, the head of Pesach will only apply if the door is actually open. However, if you have a case of Yichud Rabbanan, which we defined before, if you have one man and two Jewish women alone, or the truth is, you more than two Jewish women. If you look at Shulchan Aruch, and Nebuchadnezzar, Simcha, Beisif, Hey, the Ramah on the end brings a heter to have one man is with many women, so then we give the heter in many cases of, 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 uh, of, of Yichud, and say that there's many women there, there's no Isra of Yichud, because too many women, it's not considered Yichud anymore. The Ramah does give some limitations to this heter. However, Moshe Feinstein writes in the Tshuva, we're not usually Semach on this Ramal. The Ramal is going to the Shita of Rashi. Most Mishayim go down like that, and the Machaber goes down like that. It's like Rebbe Shayim. Therefore, typically, we would be Machmer, unless the real Shasat Chak, unless he really stuck, we would be Machmer, the one man with more than two women, but still have the Isra of Yichud. But the Sikh is only going to be Dra Therefore, as long as the door is not locked and this passes by outside, that would be good enough. As opposed to, let's say, you have an office building, and it could come up, let's say, by accountants when it's tax season, and the accountants are staying in the office late. And you end up with one man. And two or more women 
are still there in the office. And even though typically during the day there's people passing by in the hallway, but once it comes a certain time, all the other offices and other companies that share the office building, they all empty out. Everyone works, let's say, from 9 to 5, at 5 o'clock they all go home. And these accounts are working 6, 7, 8 o'clock in the evening. At this point, there's no one out there in the hallway. So even though it's Yichud Rabbanon, it's one man with multiple women, even though the door is not locked, you would not have had to pass up a silver because it's not open to anything. There's no one out there. If they have a door that's open to the street, directly out to the street, there's still cars out there, there's people on the street, then you can still use the hatter of Pesach However, if it's an office that's an office building, they share their office building with many other companies, many other corporations that use that building. So once it reaches a time and the people from the other offices leave, you no longer have the hatter of Pesach because no longer is it open to Rishisraabim. Now, until now we discussed one man with one um, Jewish woman, a one man with multiple Jewish women. But if it's one man with one Gaish woman, that we have to point out that then this Yichud only be Dravana. Like we said before, that the Xerah of Yichud the Kusis was a later Xerah, made in the times of Shammai and Hillel. And therefore, one man with one Gaish woman, this Yichud be Dravana. And therefore, based on the Psaq of Rabbi Kamenetsky, even though it's one man and one woman, as long as the door is not locked, that's good enough that this Yichud would not apply. Because you have that to Pesbasuah, Nushisarab. Now, this is all based on going with the guidelines of Rebecca Kamenetsky that depends if it's Yichud Rabbanon or Yichud Reis. Yichud Rabbanon, as long as the door is not locked, you're good enough, assuming there's passerbys outside. But Yichud Reis, that will not be sufficient. The door has to actually be open. I want to point out that there are other ways to paskin on this machlekes if the door closed but not locked is good enough. Ramesha Feinstein in the Tshuva says something pretty interesting. It's Nevna'ezer Chilak Dalit, Simon Samachay, Ais Dalit. And Ramesha seems to write that it doesn't, it really depends on something else. It almost seems that it doesn't really depend if the door is closed or locked so much. It depends as follows. In certain scenarios, when you're alone in the house, or you're alone in this case, as Yichud, there's a man and woman alone in the house, or as we're discussing the office, if somebody would knock on the door, you'd be expected to open the door or say, come in. Even though right now you're having a meeting or you're having a conversation, but the expectation is that someone knocks, you say, come in, let them come in, ask whoever they want to ask you, and you'll continue your meeting and conversation afterwards. In other settings, it's as such, that if someone knocks on the door, you're not expected to answer. Let's veer away from the office now, let's discuss someone's private, private home. You know, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, someone knocks on your door, and your car is parked in front of your house, it's obvious that you're home. I think we could say that if someone knocks on your door at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you'd expect it to let them in. So it rings the bell, you'd buzz them in. So even the door is locked, but the expectation is that someone knocks or buzzes them, they're going to be allowed into the house. As opposed to, if it's 9, 10 o'clock at night, there's still people on the street, there's passers-by outside, they have to pass up a suit, would technically apply at that time. However, if somebody would knock on your door or ring your bell, the understanding is that you might not want to open up for them. Even though you're probably not sleeping at 9, 10 o'clock at night, but it's already evening hours, it's already going more towards night, it's a little more of a private time, and the understanding is that you're not expected to open the door. That person meets you the next day in shul, he's not going to say, hey, I rang your bell last night, 10 o'clock at night, why don't you answer for me? That would not be socially acceptable. It's understood that at 9, 10 o'clock at night, even though you're probably up, you're not necessarily expected to come to the door to open the door for them. Whereas, if that would have happened 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you might meet that fellow around by Marv, and say, I need something for you this afternoon. I knocked on your door, I ring the bell, why didn't you open? Ramayisha seems to differentiate that the local of Pesach here would depend. That if it's at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, when you're expected to open your door, if someone would knock, so as long as this passes by outside, and there's a chance that someone would knock on your door, so then the Hatha of applies. Even though right now your door is closed, 
It seems for a Moshe that could be mitzlach. Since we expected to bust on in if they, would, if they would ring the bell, if they would knock, so that's good enough. That's Pesach Pesach There's a constant fear that someone's going to knock on the door and you're going to feel compelled to open the door for them. This is a step closer to what we said before from the Chaznish. As long as it passes by outside, you're scared. And the head of Pesach applies. Chaznish is discussing when it's closed but not locked, there's always a little bit of fear of someone opening the door. Ramaj is saying it a little bit differently. He's saying because you feel compelled to buzz them in if they ring the bell and knock on the door at that point. As opposed to, if it will be at night, even if it still passes by outside and you have the ingredients for the hat of Pesach Ramesha would say, unless the door is actually open, you don't have the hat of Pesach Because someone knocks on the door and rings the bell, you can just not answer. You continue doing whatever you're doing inside, whatever you want to do inside. If the door is open, they can actually walk in, they can see what's going on, they might, the door is halfway open, they might just knock, knock and walk in. But if the door is closed, even if it's not locked, you feel pretty secure in the evening that you're not going to have to answer to anybody, and therefore the hat of Pesach will not apply. So let's go back to the office setting now. In certain office settings, it would be as such that if the boss, the male boss, have a meeting with his female employee, if another one of the employees in the company would knock on the door, the boss would expect to say, come in, and they would come in and ask whatever they want to ask. So then we would say, based on Ramesha, that the hetar of, of Pesach would apply. This passes by outside in the hallway, other employees in the company are in the hallway outside the boss's private office, and they're liable to knock on the door, and you have to let them in at any time. But in the other office settings, it would be as such, there's a meeting going on, if it's a one-on-one meeting, the boss with, the, with an employee, you can't interrupt. You can knock if you want to knock, and if it's a good time, the boss will let you in. They might choose to ignore your knock. Maybe they'll say, come back later, or maybe they'll ignore you entirely. Then Ramesh would say that the Hatha Pesach does not apply unless the door is actually open. Now I want to point out that there's other ways to get the Hatha Pesach without leaving the door open, and without getting involved in this question of the door being closed but not locked. Some offices, there's a large window. You have a large window, and people can see it from the outside. Now they can't hear, it's soundproof, they can't hear anything that's going on inside, but there's a large window they can see. Now if anybody can see the man and woman that are inside having the meeting in the office, or even if they only see one of you, they can see the man, and they can see he's sitting by a table having a meeting. Or they can see the woman, and she's sitting by a table taking part in the meeting. So then, the Yichu now, while you have the head of Pesach Vosuach, in such a case. Because since anybody can see in, it's effectively the same thing, as the door being open. Seeing it, seeing it through the window gives you the same thing as the door as the door being open. I want to point out a few more things. First of all, we discussed now Pasapasuk Sarabim that this passers by outside. The question arises, what if those passers by are Gaim? They're not yin. Does that help us or not? We're going to discuss Pasashem a different time as a concept of a shamer. Now if somebody is liable to, to, to barge in on you, so they consider a shamer. Now they're watching out that no avir should take place because they might come into your house, they might come into your office at any time to see what's going on. They have access and they can come in. For a shomer, the pashtus will be there has to be a yid. A guy does not qualify for a shomer. What about over here? We're not using an individual person as a shomer, but the fact the streets are full of people. The question comes to me sometimes: You have a Jewish woman who's a therapist, and she gets a, a job to therapy in the home um, on a child. She's doing therapy for a child, physical therapy, whatever it is for a child. In a Goyish city, in a Goyish town, I live in Lakewood, New Jersey, and I once got the Shiloh, a man called me up, his wife's a therapist, and she got a very good job now to do therapy, physical therapy, I forgot, PT or OT, for a child in Neptune, New Jersey. Neptune, New Jersey is a Goyish city. Now, sometimes he's going to go there, and just going to be the, the little young child, and the father, sometimes the mother will be there, sometimes the father. So then you have this Jewish woman, alone in the house, with a Goyish man. So do you have to have to pass up a suah, or not? Now, one question we have to figure out, is Yichud a Jewish woman with a Gaish man, or is it Dirabana? 
We said that the Jewish man with the Jewish woman that's only Rabbanan. However, the Jewish woman, assuming she's an Asian sister, she's a married woman over here, the case, that's the case that she was, the husband was coming to me, the Jewish woman with the Gurdish man, so that's Yichud Arais. There's a Bira Gra, without getting into detail, Nevin Ezzesim and Kuftezvov, based on their Moabah, that's Mubarak Yichud Arais. So according to the guidelines of Rebekah Kamenetsky, that the head of Pesach Pesuch Shravim, the door would actually have to be open. Okay, let's say we go with the guidelines of Ramesh Feinstein. Let's say we say that it's a time of day that someone knock on the door and ring the bell, the Gurdish man owns the house, he would feel compelled to open the door for them. Or let's say, even go with the guidelines of Rebecca Konetsky, let's say it's a sauce that she would say that she could tell the Gaish man, I feel more comfortable if we leave the front door open a few inches. So do we have the head of Pesach Pesach or not? Because everyone out there is Gaish, there's no getting outside. It's not so clear and documented in Paiskim. Halach Lamaisa, in this case, I brought the shelter before Shimer, there's a big place here in Lakewood, and he said that he feels the head of applies even if there's only Gaish on the streets. Because the head of Pesach Pesach is very much a practical head There's people out there that are scared of this, people out there, it's a public place. It's, so to speak, not really yichud. So even if we would not trust, trust individual Gaish man as a shamer, but it's a public place, even public to many goyim over there, that's a public place. Yet lacking, we'd say in the yeshivish expression, lacking the chefsa of yichud. You're missing the whole concept of yichud. And therefore he ruled in that case that they would have the head of Pesach Assuming that they work it out with the other factors of door being open versus being closed, he wasn't getting involved in that discussion. Another thing I want to say over here before shamer, in regards to the question of the door being open or closed but not locked, Sometimes you have at the front door of the house, there could be a screen door or a storm door. So then Rabbi Forshamer suggested that if you leave the main door to the house open and the storm door, the screen door, closed but not locked, that's considered open-open. In terms of the discussion that we had, if you have to have open or just unlocked, and in various cases are going to be machmer, and say the door actually has to be, um, actually has to be open, so Rabbi Forshamer ruled that's considered open. The front door is open, and there's a screen door or storm door, that's closed, but it's not locked. And the reason is, if someone wants to knock on your door, you know what they're going to do? They're going to open the storm door, the screen door, they're going to go halfway into, into the front door of your house and start knocking, and they'll practically be standing inside your house already. So that's the solution sometimes. If someone wants to be a and make sure the door is actually open, not just unlocked. If you have a storm door, I remember, when I moved to my neighborhood, a lot of people, because of babysitters, different questions of Yichud, they got a storm door, 75 bucks, they had a storm door put to their front door, besides other practical benefits of having it, this way for Yichud, the front door is open and the storm door is unlocked, that's already um, negates the Servichud because you have Pesach or Sulchshram. That's considered actually open. One last point. We said that a Jewish man with a Gaish woman is only considered Yichud Rabbanan. What if that Gaish woman is married? So does that become Deraisa? She's so to speak a married woman? But that, does that remain Rabbanan? Because Gaish men and women don't have Kedushan and marriage that we have in Allah. So actually, there is an Isra essay of a dog with Ishtar, of Lebi Shacher. So a Gaish man and a woman get married. Now, it's not going to make a difference if they do a civil marriage ceremony. It means that they have a committed relationship to each other, that they don't go, that they commit not to stray with other women and other men. So, such a committed relationship, they have an Isra essay that the Dalek Ishtar of Lebi Shacher, that the Taka not allowed to go with other women and other men. So now, a Jewish man with a Gaish woman who has such a marriage to a Gaish man, so now, it's not just through abundance to be together with her. She has Isra essay, she's not allowed to be together with him and do not vary together with him because of a double Ishtar. So in such a case, do we say that now it's Yichadir Aisa, or do we say it's only Yichadir Abba? It's a Machlechus. The Prisha and the Mishmul, they all discuss this case of Isra Aisa, they discuss similarly Chayv Elavin, a Kayin with a Grusha, with a divorcee, or Yisrael with a Mamzeris, such a, a woman that was born from an illicit relationship. There's an Isra Lav for them to live together. It's not an Erva, not Chayv Kars, but Isra Lav. The Prisha and the Mishmul, they say that Yichud becomes their Aisa in such, in, in such a case. Other Chayim argue in that Gaius, Tamamel, and the Shamel says such a case, it's only Drabonim. And the Mechaz makes an extension, and he says the same thing would apply over here the Jewish man with the Gaish woman, 
who's married. Usually a Jewish man with a Gaish woman is only the Rabbana. A Jewish man with a Gaish woman who's married, so that's Isra Essay, that's similar to Chayav Alavin, and we told him this Machalik Zachrenim, is Yichel Badem Deraisa and Rabbana. It got practical ramifications for Sveikas as well as based on Rabbi Kamenetsky's Ptak in terms of a door is closed and not locked. On a practical basis, I once asked for Shmuel Kamenetsky, Halach Lamaisa, how you Paskin, in this case, of the, um, the, the Gaish married woman, and he told me that he would treat as Yichel Rabbana, like the Mashmais of the Tamamalach and the Mechaschinach. And therefore, a door be closed but not locked be sufficient, according to his father's psaac in this case.